Welcome back to Talking with Tech, presented by Speech Science. My name is Lucas Stuber, and joined as always by my friend Rachel Madel. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I was. I'm super excited to share the conversation that we had with Ola Mundo today. Their team, who uh, created this awesome app called Saki, right? Yeah, it's really interesting because it's it allows a user to text, you know, another device. So it takes two devices and the user could be a parent, could be a therapist, but it allows to text a question and then include responses. So it's a little bit different than most of the traditional speech generating apps in that, you know, it's somewhat limited because it's it focuses on choices, but I love the visual support component that it allows for. Right, right. It's great. So you can send a message and then you choose between a number of like visual icons that are reinforced with the uh, the words right underneath. And you can set up like, uh, you know, we were just uh, texting back and forth, right? We both were set up as adults. And so we were able to use this, I mean, at a pretty high level, right? And um, mm-hmm. it makes me think of a lot of things. Like I've had people ask a lot about uh, tools even for adults that are, you know, have that supplement, you know, for email or for texting for maybe adults that have aphasia, that sort of thing. So this is a really neat uh, sort of novel concept that I think is particularly cool because it's allowing for, you know, conversational reciprocity when you're not sitting in the same room, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's the end goal, right? When we're teaching, you know, students to use AAC is that conversation piece. And I loved, you know, during the interview, uh, they shared a very touching story about Ophir's son and what happened when they first introduced the device or the the app rather. And it was great because, you know, he picked it up really quickly and it was very intuitive. And the thing I love the most was that he was having a conversation. Right, exactly. I mean, well, and I, I've been in the situation, maybe you have too, where I maybe have a student that uh, closes their uh, their door and doesn't want to come out. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I can sit out there and, and ask those questions and <laughs> Absolutely. probe around wants and needs and also do some commenting. So anyway, I think it's a great tool. It's something that's free too, and it's offered on Android and iOS, which is cool. That's unusual, right? Yeah, no, I loved that. And it's really easy. You know, there's no barrier to entry when it's free. So I would urge uh, clinicians and parents to check it out because it's really, it's cool. And I was telling this to you, Lucas, is that I feel like it's a nice, for parents who might feel overwhelmed with, you know, these very high tech uh, speech generating apps or devices. It's kind of a get your feet wet, you know, into the AAC world and it's very user friendly. Yeah, it's great. Well, without further ado, our conversation with Ola Mundo about the app Saki. So we know that the end of the year is coming up for everyone, which means that it's that time where you should be maybe worrying a little bit about continuing education credits. So we've been thinking about that ourselves and we actually were able to line up a pretty great deal with MedBridge. So rather than $425 for a year for their premium subscription, we were actually able to line up $95 a year. So it's a like $300 discount, which is like amazing, right? So if you go to medbridgeeducation.com, you can put in the promo code Talking with tech, and tech is all uppercase. I'm actually not sure if that matters, but tech's all uppercase. Again, promo code talking with tech, and that'll get you the $95 price, which includes a lot of pretty awesome stuff. Like if you're listening to us because you're into AAC, there's a great presentation by John McCarthy out of Ohio University, a whole big series about pediatric intervention. I know, Rachel, you found one too. Yeah, I'm really excited. There's one by Laura DeThorne. She's out of the University of Illinois. It's called Eyes on the Prize, Communicative Competence in Children. So I'm just always kind of a big believer in supporting the presumption of competence. So I think that that could be a really good one for That's our great. listeners. 
Well, and there's 365 total SLP courses, so there's a ton there. There's also a lot of stuff that you might encounter with your practice uh, along with AAC, like dysphagia, other things. There's some great education. The other thing that's really neat is that because it's the $425 subscription that we're getting for $95, you have access to their whole patient education library, which has a whole bunch of uh, materials that you can hand out to the families that you work with. So we're really excited about this. So go to medbridgeeducation.com, use the promo code TALKINGWITHTECH, and you'll get this uh, really amazing discount. Well, welcome back to Talking With Tech. This is Lucas Stuber, as always, with my friend Rachel Madel. How are you? I'm great. And we're joined by Alex and Ophir of Ola Mundo and creators of the app Saki. How are you folks? Great, great. Thank you. Well, we have, um, I think we have a, a, lot, of, a lot of questions and uh, certainly a lot of interest. I know, I, I think I sent you all an email something like six months ago just saying, I love what you're doing. So we're, we're fans. It's a very unique approach. But if we could just maybe start off by tell us a little bit about yourselves and how you ended up working where you're working. Cool. So, so I'll, I'll start. I'm Alex. So I'm uh, one of the founders of, of Ola Mundo and, and we're working on Saki app. And my journey in this field started when I met Ophir and I realized there's a huge pain for, for families uh, with kids who are nonverbal or have autism. And I seen there is a big opportunity to really make an impact to help people. And this is something I was looking for for quite a while in the tech field and like startups. It's, it's, very hard to find something that you can do that really touches people and really changes their life for the better. So I seized the opportunity and, uh, and I joined Ophir to work on this. Great. Ophir, how about yourself? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. So I'm Ophir. So uh, actually, I started this project uh, five years ago. My son is 16 years old and he has diagnosed with autism at an early stage. And uh, during the years, we tried many things and technologies and many therapies. And I found out that there are no things that help us to connect him, to make a good connection with him while we are not sitting next to each other. That's how we started. And we created the first uh, product, actually, the Olamundo Messenger, five years ago. And one and a half years ago, I met Alex. And then uh, we wanted to make something, something bigger with a better technology. And that's how we started together. Can you explain a little bit about the Saki app and how it works? Great. So I started by saying that we want to create something that's much simpler, something that wouldn't take time to learn to use it, and something that the child can just grab and start communicating with. So that was a challenge. That was a dream. We, uh, we thought about it. It's like, okay, that's a dream. I'm going to aim there, but there's no way we can actually do something that, that simple. And we were surprised when we first did this Saki. So Saki is a personal helper that accompanies the child and helps the child with communicating. So at first, Soki helps with replying to messages the child gets from others. And then Soki helps the child to initiate uh, his or her own communication. So in order to make it super simple, something that almost any child can uh, understand on the spot, we made two things. One, we made Soki playful and gameful. So we can see that these children really like games and this is something that they understand in a second. You know, they just Start, using, start playing Temple Run and they're number one there. But when you need to communicate with someone, okay, you need the tools and you training and it's a long process. So we, we see, we've seen there an opportunity that we thought that we should seize. So uh, we made Soki playful. And also, usually, you probably know that for kids who are nonverbal, they use communication boards, for example. And then there's like a huge vocabulary, like thousands or literally like tens of thousands of uh, symbols or words that they can. Uh, that they can use 
and they need to learn this vocabulary in order to know where to find each word and then assemble sentences. So there's a long process that we wanted to eliminate. We wanted to do something that's different. So what we did is the communication partner, in this case, it can be the parents, siblings, uh, friends of the child, therapists, SLPs. So the communication partner sends a message to the child. It can be when they're in the same room or when they're remotely. It doesn't matter. It, uh, it goes through the internet. And when they send a message, they also help the child with replying. That means that they, together with the message, they're also sending reply options. And this is something that makes extremely easy for the kid to reply because then these reply options are presented to the child with the message. And it's all uh, using text to speech. It's all uh, vocalized so the child can hear the message, can hear the reply options. Each reply option is also accompanied with an illustration, a symbol. So this is something that's also both appealing to the child and both make it easy to understand. So, and we see that the children, even like as young as three or four or older teenagers, they get it uh, very, very quickly. So there's no training process. Like we're, we're not creating like heavy manuals or seminars where we train people. So kids uh, usually get it right on the first trial of using the app. Great. So I'm curious if you can kind of walk us through what that looks like. So if I'm, you know, a parent, I ask a question, you know, are you hungry, for example? Then what, what pops up onto this, the Saki app? How does the, the child interface then? Great. So, so there is Saki in the center. So there, it's, it's clean screen. There's no, like, a lot of things to do. You see Saki in the center, and Saki animates the message. So Saki says message from Rachel, for example, or message from mom or whoever is communicating. And Saki says the message, Okay. And then Soki presents reply options. And these reply options, this is something that you can pick when you send a message. So instead of just texting, when you usually, what you usually do, where you send a message and that's it, here you tap on a plus sign and you can add symbols that we presented to the child. And each symbol would be expressed vocally and visually, so it's emphasized once the child sees the message. And Soki scans through these options. For example, it can be, who do you want to see now? And the reply options would be mom, dad, cat, uh, or Michael, okay, friend. And then a kid, kid can just, that just scans one, one by one and stops on each reply option and emphasizes it. And then it, the kid can tap on it and just send it back. I love that because, you know, as a speech language pathologist, I'm constantly trying to find ways to quickly give that visual support when I'm asking a question. And also, you know, those choices, because a lot of times we have to give context for kids who are having a hard time answering questions. So I just love how simple that is. You know, I create a message and, you know, within that I create the context, I give you the choices, you know, and that's a really great way to scaffold, you know, that learning of those WH questions. So I just, I really love that. Well, I, I guess the Thank flip you. side, too, thinking about that is that, you know, one, one balance that we always have in augmentative communication, right, is for the need to provide, you know, a wide vocabulary of, of options for kids while also potentially being limiting in so much as we're furnishing them with the choices, if that makes any sense, mm-hmm. or the language. Now, with, within Saki, is, is there a predictive engine of any kind or something like that that also can inform choices, or is it always furnished by the parents? So currently, no, this is something that we're working on, but currently, this is something that the communication partner is responsible of picking the reply options. So we're going to enhance it, but what we do have now is that, of course, like once we release the app, we've seen that the first feedback that we got is 
what you said that that's amazing okay it's super simple it's extremely simple and it lowers the barriers of communication dramatically and we had some parents with nonverbal children that for the first time they managed to exchange information and mm-hmm. it was it was astonishing and then after a few weeks they said okay what's next okay we want to move to, move to the next step where the child can initiate where the child can pick something or say something that we didn't choose for them so the, so this is something that we we worked on, on uh, after we got the first feedback from from the parents and that is why if the child decides that none of the reply options represents what they want to say then uh, he or she can just tap on a, on a button and then they get a vocabulary where they can use and this vocabulary is uh, a, it's our vocabulary that, that, that we build that has thousands of symbols but what matters is that for, uh, at least at the beginning the vocabulary is dynamically changing that means once you send messages to the kid so the reply options are saved like in a recent folder and then the, the kid can reuse those words that they already use in the communication. So this is not something that you need to configure or work on, or there's no effort of, of assembling this. This is something that's done automatically in the background. So this is something that makes it also extremely easy for kids to use. You can look at it as like usually communication apps or devices start from level five. Okay, you need to know the vocabulary, you need to know how to navigate through it and stuff like that. And we started with building like step one, step two, step three, step four. And this is something that was extremely missing for us and we wanted to create. Yeah, and it seems like it could be a really great, you know, addition to use in conjunction with a traditional, you know, speech generating app. You know, as a clinician, I I think, like I said, I love that, you know, it kind of gives that visual support for that comprehension piece. So, but obviously the limitations are, you know, if I don't give you the choices, you know, maybe you want something that's different. So it seems like it could be a really good tool to have in addition to, you know, a child's more formalized uh, speech generating device. I just love that you don't have to have, I mean, because there's so much training involved, right? And learning where all of the words are on your device. So I love that you guys kind of circumvent that. Yeah, we wanted to, like, eventually there would still be tons of work for professionals and for therapists to do, right? But at least things that can be automated, things that can be made easy, you know, just, just by using technologies that already exist today. You know, uh, today there are extremely, like, uh, easy-to-use apps with great user experience, right? But mm-hmm. this is something that that's rarely implemented or not that often implemented in the special education field. And this is something that we wanted to bring here. And regarding the next step, so of course, we want to work also on more complex forms of, of communication for the kid. So they'll be able to build sentences and create rich responses and initiate uh, rich communication. So there we have Stocky. So Stocky is, is an intelligent helper and it learns from the communication of the communication partner and the kid. Uh, so this is something that we also use to improve. So we're going to launch in the next few weeks Soki sessions, which means that you can actually teach Soki to teach the child things. So, for example, if you want the child to be able to build sentences, so Soki can help with that. So you can go into your, there's a website that we're building, you will be able to build their communication sessions. You can think think about it as a tree, a communication tree. So you start with, for example, okay, how, how do you feel? And then the child can reply, okay, I'm fine. And then the next message can be, let's learn today how to communicate with others. And the child can reply, okay, great. Or I want to do something else. So, and then child, uh, Soki advances. So let's build a sentence. 
a sentence is used in a communication. So you can actually build like a conversation which is not linear, but it's just according to replies of the kid. So it may it's something that's interactional, and you can program it, and you can teach the child whatever you like. Lucas, this is reminding me a lot of free speech, actually. Oh, it's a very different approach is from uh, from what I did before. But I mean, this is uh, you know, I mean, what what I guess we tried to do was again this um sort of infinite general piece of language, right? And what we learned is that it was being used more as a language acquisition device for you know L2 students or like students acquiring a new language and must, mm-hmm. much less so as an augmentative uh, communication tool. So, you know, this is, uh, I think what, what Saki has is, is much more functional for a lot of kids. Well, another thing I, I was curious about is the process, because if I recall correctly, you created your own symbol stat. Was that true? So what informed that process? It always seems like a huge undertaking to me. So Ophir, feel, feel free to, to, to step in. Uh, Ophir, we have been working it for, for, for years on the, on the symbol language. Yeah, so we were looking for, uh, you know, if, if I'm talking about our experience with Adam, we strive to teach ourselves those uh, communication boards. It took us a lot of time to find out where to put the symbol, in which category, and actually it's, it, you know, in, in that, that time, it's, it's, it was about, uh, you know, a few weeks to understand how to use it. And then I found out the symbol sticks. Now, the symbol sticks, that's, uh, uh, symbols are good to communicate, but we were looking, I was looking for uh, something to be more friendly uh, for the child. So if we want to use a symbol or, or uh, illustration, friendly illustration, in order to communicate. And for the next time, you will remember the good experience and come again. So the simple stick is good. Uh, you can uh, communicate with it. But I thought that we need something for kids. You know, because we are talking about kids and we are fighting since they are young to teach them how to communicate. So since Adam was uh, two years old, we took him to therapist and speech language and, uh, and many uh, things that we tried to improve his communication. But the tools wasn't fun. So I was looking for something fun for kids. So uh, that's why we created the illustration, the new illustration. But you can use everything. You can use the camera or you can use picture from Google. And nobody said that symbol sticks in the only sets that kids need to use. So that's why we, are, we want to create something fun. And we want to, uh, as Alex said, to, uh, make something for them to come back and use the app and enjoy to use it. So that's why we created it. And that motivation piece is huge. So, and just kind of circling back, you can change Saki's image, correct? Yeah. So, so besides the symbols, which can be customized and you can edit them instantly once you use the app and add new ones. So Saki is also, Saki is symbolic, right? It's like a stock puppet. If you go into their website, uh, Saki app, .com, then you see the you see Soki and you can chat with him also. So so Soki is a metaphor for someone on the other side, and uh, and Soki just helps to mediate the the communication. Mm-hmm. So that is why uh, we allow customizing Soki. So this is a work in progress, of course, because each uh, character has to be animated. But currently, you can pick a character that that the child uh, connects to the best, and that can be Soki. You can change the name. And that would be the, the communication uh, friend or the communication helper. 
Yeah, cool. That's so, I. Oh, and one request I get a lot from people also is um like a a text messaging or email system that's symbol based for adults, like that have aphasia and those things. It is which makes me think about like I think there's absolutely a way that you could prepare users of Saki to uh, to get older, right? When maybe at 30, it's not as appropriate. Like, But I, I imagine that's something that you've thought about. Exactly. So we, we wanted to make it a tool that starts very early because early intervention, of course, is super important. But it doesn't get old. Like it's, it's adapting and changing with the child. So you can change the character, you can change the vocabulary, you can change everything, and it happens on the fly. It's not something that you need to put a lot of work into because... We've seen that something requires tons of work. Usually, just people stop using it. So, so we, we didn't want to go there. I can tell you that my son is 16 years old and he still loves to uh, watch Barney's in YouTube. So why not? Why not give him to communicate and uh, make Barney his uh, personal helper? And if it will uh, improve his communication, so I'm fine with it. You know, I'd love to hear, Ophir, your experience when you introduced the app to your son. So, you know, for me, it took time uh, to introduce the app to my son because I was wanted to, to be perfect. <laughs> so it took time. And then Alex uh, came and we met in my, uh, in my house. And Alex asked me, okay, um, do you mind that I will uh, try uh, Soki with Adam? Now, Adam never saw it before, and he met Alex for the first time. So I said to Alex, okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, let, let's try it. Why not? You know, and I was nervous because it's my first time, and, uh, you know, we created this app, and uh, uh, Adam actually is the trigger for this, but uh, it's not only for Adam. So Alex took the app. And I sat together with Adam on the sofa, and Alex sat in, in, uh, in one of the rooms. And Alex, maybe you can uh, yeah, take it from here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I, I also, it was like a long shot because it was a very early version. It just started working fine and didn't have as many features as we have now, but the basic communication with, with the symbols was there. And so I just started with sending a message. Uh, Hi, uh, I'm Alex. How are you? And then, like, I, I heard Ophir from the other room, like, helping Adam with saying, okay, you got a message from Alex. Do you want to reply to him? And instantly, like, he started poking the screen and, like, picking the different options. And then Ophir said, him, okay, you need to, to tap on a check mark just to send it. And he did it instantly. There was, like, bam, he, I, I got a message. It was, it was like, I, I was shocked. So it took me, like, a minute to, to send him another message. And so we sent back and forth, like, five and then ten uh, messages. Yeah, sorry, Alex. So I just wanted to tell you my yeah, side. Good. I was sitting uh, <laughs> with him and I just took the iPhone and I told him, okay, you have to press here. You know, I was very nervous. I wanted him to success. And then he just, you know, I was sitting there and I saw him, how he used the app and how he answered uh, Alex's question. It was amazing. And then I stepped back. And I just watched him, and the, it took about 20 minutes uh, for Alex and him to just, you know, uh, message each other, and it was amazing. So that was my first experience. And, uh, you know, for us as a parent, we always uh, want to help them and to support them. And then I found out myself just take a step back and watching him uh, communicate with someone that he never met before. So that was amazing. 
Which is, you know, it's amazing that back and forth, right? As a speech therapist, I'm constantly trying to, you know, open those communication circles. And, you know, it's so great when technology can motivate kids and can give them the capacity to have that conversation, which is really cool. Also, mark of a good design, right? You know, you put it in front of him and he's able to use it pretty much independently, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good intuitive. Well, and then the other piece is... Let's say having that reciprocity at a distance, right? I mean, that's another big technical difference is that the, you know, the child doesn't have to be sitting there in the same room uh, to communicate with you. Yeah. So that, 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 is, a, that is a huge part of, of, of the reason why, why we did Sokia as we did, because eventually kids, especially who are nonverbal, have difficulty of increasing or enlarging their communication circle. And because like, okay, they go to, to a therapist and they, they're, they're there with the therapist, there's, there's, for example, speech therapist. And then they're at home, and sometimes they don't have opportunities because they don't have too many friends. And then they're like, and they stay there because communication develops your social skills, and social skills develop your communication. But if this uh, feedback loop is broken, then you're stuck. So this is something that we wanted to fix. And then you can communicate with with many different people. Of course, it's all like the parent can control who are the communication partners, and there's a lot of emphasis on security and privacy. But once, uh, once the responsible adult picks the communication partner for the ch- partners for the child, then the, the kid can communicate with a lot of people. And also, for example, with a speech therapist, where usually they meet like for, for an hour or so a week, and that's like, of course, not enough, but it's, uh, there's not enough as well to support children with like 10, 10 hours a week or more, right? But that way they can continue after the, the session. The intervention can continue when they're at home, when they're at school, and also because there's a lot of automation, then speech therapists can support more children. So instead of just working on, for example, on 10 kids a week, then they can work on 50 uh, kids a week, and that's a win-win for everyone. And it seems like from a speech therapist standpoint, you know, if I can help train parents on how to use this app with their child, and then I step away and they're able to do it on their own, I mean, that's a win-win for me. Well, and, and sort of obviously like mirroring the aesthetic and the functionality of what people are already doing with text messaging potentially and those things, you know, so you're not sitting there losing, learning the motor plan for 60 things right away. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, you already spoke to it a little bit, but what's coming up in the future? So it sounds like you have this sort of curriculum integration piece. That's huge. Uh, is, is there anything else we should be looking forward to? Yeah. So we just released a version of Soki app, which supports groups. And it has a lot of use cases. So, for example, one of the use cases that we discovered from, from the field, from people that actually use the app, that, for example, in a class, you can put one device on the big screen where it's the adult interface where you see all the messages from everyone. And each kid can use an iPad, either their own or they just switch the iPad. And each message that they send is displayed on a big screen. So it's like a group communication, group session where everyone speaks even if they're nonverbal, and everyone sees it. So that, that was a really, a really amazing thing to, to discover that, that it can be useful to. Also, for example, a speech therapist, once they're working with the kid, they can add the parents to the group. And then parents automatically see everything that's going on. Uh, they can see the progress that the child's making. They can see the, the intent of communication. They can see everything. But it's not something that you need to, like, to work on. You don't, you don't need to summarize the session. You don't need to prepare it. So it's done automatically in the background. And soon we're going to also send it to you over email. So you get like a, a summary of the session. And it's also very, very important because it brings the parents inside. So they're aware of what's going on. They can also influence it. 
in the group you can switch to adult only only mode and then like you can discuss with the parents over something without spending the kid and then you can switch back to everyone and then the kid is also part of the the conversation so this is something that's that's huge that we added uh, very recently it's now on the, on the app store and on google play and on amazon store and regarding the uh, the future so i started talking about these sessions these conversation trees so this is something that we want to create a marketplace where many creators will be able to put their uh, lessons or sessions there and others will be able to use them. And so this is something that's also very important because we want to use the crowd's wisdom in order to, uh, to help all this ecosystem grow. Because as you know, uh, speech therapists and parents invest tons of time in customizing and building content, stuff like that in products, but then it only stays with them. And sometimes it's even lost if they lose the device, right? So this is something that we, we, we want to avoid and we want to make it very different in that, that everyone that creates content, content can share it with everyone else. And then you as a speech therapist can browse through this content, whether it be lessons or symbols or ideas, and then you can use it and apply it for yourself. So that that's, is a huge part of what we're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Know. That's I'm a huge believer in uh, not duplicating effort, right? Like to the point where I want to find, I want to track down these great speech pathologists that are retiring now, you know, and like just rummage through their office and take all their ideas, <laughs> make it open source, you know, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, so th- that would be great. That would be great. So we're, uh, we're working with speech therapists, we're working with ABA clinicians, people that work on behavioral therapy. And even occupational therapy. So and and uh, so we're working with these professionals to build their own sessions. So they would be able to do their thing through Soki, and that's very important. And uh, we already have crowdsourcing in the app. Actually, like if you create a new symbol, all right, you can use like a, a camera or your gallery or just even if you type the name of, of a symbol and it doesn't exist in our vocabulary, just with a tap of a button, you get images from Google Images. So, and once you discover or create a symbol, then you can pick to share it with others. So after a moderation on our end, uh, that we make sure that there's no inappropriate content, then others can use, reuse the symbols that everyone creates. And it's also something that enhances the system automatically. And this is, this is a huge part of, of our way of, of working. And, that's great. I, I was about to ask if you moderated those. Because <laughs> that can be fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah right. Um, so, of course, we, we, we work with, with children, and, uh, it's, and especially children with communication uh, difficulties, then it's really important. We put a lot of emphasis on privacy and, yeah, right. uh, and, and security. So this is something that, that's built in the, in the product. Yeah, okay. This is great. Can you tell our listeners where they can get your product if they're interested? Great. So that is available for free on uh, App Store, on Google Play, and on Amazon Store. So on all of these devices, people can just download it, whether it's an iPhone, iPad, Android phone, on tablet, or whatever. So, so we support almost any device. Uh, so they can either just search Soki app or Soki on, on, the, on the stores, or they can go to SokiApp.com on our website, and there they would get direct link to, for the download. So it's and I just want to say too how great it is that you guys have an Android build because that's such a less expensive option for so many people when it comes to the hardware right also reiterating it's free which is amazing yeah thanks for that yeah great so 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 it was really important for us like all all fear as as a father 
He knows that it's extremely difficult for many parents to support all the therapy and all the interventions that, that their children require. And adding on top of it apps that cost hundreds of dollars, which is usually the case, as you probably know, uh, this is something that that's really makes it difficult. So we wanted to create a base that is free. So all that I told you is is free. The additional characters which you can pick from that we are going to create, you will be able to purchase them, some of them. So if you want, instead of Soki, for example, I don't know, SpongeBob, so there's like, you know, copyright and stuff like that. So once we're at it and, uh, and we close uh, a deal with Nickelodeon, hopefully, so, or... Uh, Disney, or so this, this is a thing, of course. If, if, if you're listening, so please contact us. Yeah. yeah so, so well, Nickelodeon, as, as I'm sure you know, they actually they made their own device at, at one point. So I, I bet they're amenable. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, 90s. And also, these sessions that I talked about, so in order to incentivize uh, content creators to create these sessions, so this is also something that they will be able to get revenue off. So if they create content and others use it, they'll be able to purchase it. Uh, and so this is also something that would be paid, but, uh, all of those things that we talked about, the group conversations, the messages, the, the vocabularies, everything is free. So the base and even much more than the base is free for everyone. Great. That's amazing. Well, I, thanks so much for coming on and speaking with us. This is great. I want to honor your time too. Are there any uh, final thoughts we're missing here? First, thank you for for inviting us for, to the podcast. I listened to to your episodes, and I really like your your work, and and it's amazing. It's great, and there's a lot of like when, once there's innovation in this field, uh, we really appreciate it. And so we're in the middle of a journey, right? We're we're we have uh, developers, and even I write code once uh, once I'm not doing the business part. And so we're constantly improving the product. So one thing that's important to say is that. We're open to feedback. We're constantly adding new stuff. We ju- we're we're right in the next version. We're going to release even support for individuals for kids that uh, use a switch, like for scanning the app if they're not able to use the touch interface. So this is also something that we added based on feedback, and we're constantly adding and improving stuff. That's why it's super important that uh, parents and therapists won't be shy and just shoot on us uh, an email, and so feel free to contact us. They can contact me directly. It's alex at sockyapp.com or alex at olamundo.com. So it's pretty easy. And we're, we're super open to feedback. So this, this is something that's very important. And we're with the face forward. So there's a lot, a lot of things to do. And as I said, we're in the middle of the journey. And I think uh, we look at it even as an endless journey. It's not like we're going to reach a point where we say, okay, we've solved all the problems and now it's perfect. We think that there's tons of things to do. There's artificial intelligence where, for example, we want, we want to help to make the job easier for, for uh, therapists and parents. So, for example, reply options, something that can be offered automatically based on the content of the question, right? So this is something that, 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 that we, can, we can do and improve the experience for everyone. So there's a lot of things and ideas that we're working on. And That's thank great. you for inviting us. Yeah, I was, was going to ask about geofencing and that sort of thing, because I think that could really work well with Zaki. I mean, that's cool. Well, there's one question we always ask, right, Rachel? Yep. It, you go for it. <laughs> yeah, we want to know the last app you guys downloaded does not have to be anything related to communication. <laughs> oh, the last app we downloaded. Oh, I know. It's, uh, it's I don't think recall, people, right? people remember, right? Because they download and, and erase all the time. So the last one I downloaded was Telegram. Okay. Tell us about uh, it. So, 
So this this is a communication app, actually, and we I really love it. We 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 use it for for work, and we use it for like I, I just use it as a text as a texting app because it's really great and it's open, and it has features like of both and a lot of automation that you can do there, and uh, you can you can actually send messages to yourself, okay? Which sounds like stupid, right? But a lot of time you just need to 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 note something, right? So you send a message to yourself and it reminds you of that. So there's a lot of like uh, features that that we love there and and I use all the time. So I re-downloaded it after it got erased. <laughs> Perfect, Ophir. Yeah, it's uh, some kind of uh, app for apartment in Israel. So I don't, <laughs> I'm not sure that many people know. But That's okay. I just wanted, I just wanted to have one comment and tell the parents uh, just go there and download the app. It's free. Uh, we are working very hard to make it happen. And we need the audience to support us. The, the, the speech, uh, the SLPs, just go there and take the app and comment and let us know what you think about the app. You know, we can do anything uh, we can in order to make it happen on the uh, development uh, part, but we need the parents and therapists and the kids to just make it happen. So, and it's free, right? And we exactly. talk a lot about... And we talk a lot about the future and what we are going to do. But currently, the app is great. Just go there and download the apps. I'm definitely going to recommend it to all my clients, for sure. Yeah. That's great. Well, again, Perfect. Alex and Ophir from Olamunda talking about their app, Saki, which you can check out at sakiapp.com. You're also always welcome to go to tech.speechscience.org to get the show notes from this show. And of course, we'll link everything there. But thanks so much for coming on and uh, happy, happy whatever day it is, Monday. <laughs> yeah, great week. Great week. So at the beginning of the week. Thanks again. Thank you. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you very much. So we'll get back to the interview here in a sec. I do want to take a quick break to talk about one thing. So as some of you might have figured out by now, we, we don't really like asking for money. We've started to run a, a few ads here and there for things that we think are ethically great. Like we really like MedBridge, for example. That's why we run their ad. But we figured out a solution that I think actually works pretty well, which is this thing called Patreon. So Patreon works a lot like public radio in that you make a contribution that you know recurs every month. And based on that, you're not only able to support us, but you also get some pretty cool rewards. For even a dollar a month, what you get, your incredible reward, is our eternal gratitude. We will be very happy to have that. Any little bit helps. We have 17 contributors to the site. We have a strong commitment to evidence-based science, which means that we can't just take on any ad. We can't just take on any contributor. We need to be really careful how we do it. And to do that, we, you know, unfortunately do need a little bit of money now that we have 100,000 people listening to the podcast and even more than that going to the website. Uh, at some point, I can't pay for that all myself. At $5, you get our eternal public gratitude, meaning that you are a connoisseur of science. You will get our extreme happiness, and you'll also be on a special page of sponsors on the site. We'll also give you a special contact email address that you're welcome to use anytime for any technical questions that you might have uh, you know, about any of the topics that we cover, whether that's AAC or dysphagia or multiculturalism or you know, play in therapy, whatever that might be. 
for $10 or more per month, uh, you know, at that point you get access to everything below that, plus a special audio and video feed, uh, which often contains live content. So that's something that only you have access to. And you get a free month's subscription to the Informed SLP, which is the informedslp.com. Highly recommend it. You know, our contributor Meredith and her team do an amazing job there. And then at $20 a month, if you really want to go out there, you get everything we just mentioned. You'll be featured online. You have the open door for questions. You get a shout out on air, both on our Sunday live broadcast and on our normal podcast, and the same subscription to the Informed SLP. Now we're getting into, you know, the folks that really want to support us. So if you really want to really speak to your commitment to science in our field and, you know, the importance of evidence when it comes to treatment, you generous soul, if you were to spend $50 a month, you get everything. And I, Lucas, will call and record your answering machine message with whatever you want it to say. I can do the movie theater voice. Coming soon. We'll return your call. Whatever you need, I'm happy to do it. And then, of course, uh, you know, the free month subscription to Informed SLP. And then there's an ultimate option. And I'm, I'm really not expecting many people to do that. But for $500 or more per month, you know, if you choose that, obviously you get everything that we already mentioned. But you also get to come and join us as a chair and interviewer for, you know, a podcast. And what you're doing is you're sponsoring at least a full month uh, therapy or an augmentative communication device or an endoscopy for a family that maybe can't get those things through insurance or, you know, it would take too long for them to get that. So that's the ultimate philanthropic gift there. But we're totally happy. We would be so thrilled with the $1 per month contribution. The $5 per month contribution is, you know, probably less than, you know, I spend daily on coffee, honestly. And, uh, you know, you'll get that recognition on the page. And then anything beyond that, you get the subscription to the informed SLP, you know, potentially get me to call in and say something ridiculous on your answering machine, get shouted out on air and um, all kinds of other things. So do us a favor, check out Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot speechscience.org. It'll take you directly to the page and you'll get some more information on all those reward tiers as well as our team, the story behind the creation of the website and, um, you know, really just uh, just a lot of fun stuff. So no matter what, even if that's not in your budget, I know the holidays are coming up. I want you to know that we appreciate you. We're overwhelmed with gratitude at the number of people that have listened to our message and you know, we look forward to what the future will bring. And now back to our regularly scheduled programming. Well, welcome back to Talking With Tech. Uh, I thought that was a great conversation. We were obviously all over the world when we recorded it. So a little bit difference in audio quality for all of us, I think. But what do you think? Is this something you're going to go try clinically? Absolutely. I'm really excited, actually, because I have a lot of children who I work with that have challenges with understanding and responding to WH questions, which is one of the valuable things I think this app provides is that visual support, you know, and also, you, you know, choices. That's a strategy that we use working with WH questions. If a child's not able to respond accurately, you know, giving those choices. And I love the visual component. You know, because I can very easily give the choices auditorily, but as we know, some kids are very visual. They need that visual support to understand. So I'm really excited to start using this in my practice. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, I think this is really neat. There's a question. I know we talked about it about you know, how do we build a, you know, a robust communication system? So something that, you know, offers a variety of language choices that 
you know, are not what we prescribe as adults. And, you know, I think that's a real lingering thing. And, and I don't mean that as a, at all a comment against uh, Saki because I think every system, you know, has that problem. And this in many ways is a lot more responsive and contextual just because, you know, you get to choose, uh, you know, in the moment what those responses could be. But I'm curious to see what's going to happen with, you know, what they spoke to in terms of more, you know, maybe predictive or, or generative, you know, process there. I mean, that could be something that, uh, you know, could really revolutionize our industry. Absolutely. And, you know, they're very responsive to, to user feedback, uh, which is always a, a really important thing when, you know, you're in the app creation process. So I'd urge everybody to kind of check it out and yeah, give them feedback and what you'd like to see done differently or any additional feedback that you have for them. I think they would probably very yeah. much appreciate it. You know, I was just reflecting, like, I wonder how much of my communication is done via text. Probably oh, like yeah. 60 to 75%. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, people aren't really talking on the phone these days, you know, we're either emailing or texting. So I think that, you know, this is a actually a great, you know, functional skill to yep. start teaching at a pretty young age. You know, we have the visual supports and all the things in place that make it user friendly for children. But this is something that, you know, eventually can transfer to, you know, an iPhone. Um, right. Traditional text messaging. So, yep, that's one thing that we often lack as as speech pathologists is the ability to create a naturalistic communication environment, right? And um, yes, this is a skill that could totally generalize. So, Absolutely. well, thanks so much for joining us. As always, uh, go to tech.speechscience.org. There's a big button there to contact us. You can also contact us at, at tech at speechscience.org. Uh, we'd love to hear your questions and comments, and uh, take a look at the show notes too, because we always make sure to have links to uh, you know the people that come on there. And um, I really do recommend Saki. There's no better price than free, right? So, absolutely. Um, thanks again. We'll we'll talk to you all soon. Bye.